Free Kicks is up next, but first, take a listen to this other fine Opi show. Podcasting from Chicago, an Opi production for the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Lozano and Friends. On the next Lozano and Friends, join me and my friends as we talk about wrestling, movies, squirrels on water skis, lots of Star Wars, late night taco runs, lots of Star Wars. Bodies in freezers. That's next time on Los Angeles Friends. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Free Kicks. And now, Free Kicks. Free Kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. Okay, here we are. Another episode of Free Kicks. Uh, welcome to our home studio, Adam. Yes. How are you? I'm doing good. Doing good. <laughs> I've got some exciting news for you. All right. All right. So um, we've had a couple of weeks now where Free Kicks wasn't posted exactly, you know, uh, at the optimal time, let's yep. say. Um, but we got a commitment from the uh, Radio Misfits Podcast Network that uh, Thursdays is going to be our, our day that it comes out every week. Free Kicks now available on Thursdays at Radio Misfits. If you like soccer or football, if you like, you'll like Free Kicks. It's an OPI show. Now Thursdays. Brilliant. Yes. <laughs> I can tell everyone. Yes. It's, tell, tell my 10 friends. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, that's, that's the time we should do it because we talk about what's happening in the English Premier League, which usually happens on Saturday. And let's do that again right now. Premier League football. What's happening on the pitch? Okay. Now, if you're an American soccer fan who likes watching the English Premier League, this was quite a weekend. Yes, it was. You know, I predict... Well, let me just let me just say first, Christian Pulisic, what a weekend he had. Brilliant. He got to start. It was his first start, I think, in the Premier League, mm-hmm. wasn't it? And then he all he did was go out and score three goals. Yeah, it was great. And, you know, th- some of them were just uh, uh, just beautiful. They call it the perfect hat trick. Yes. Right foot, left foot, and a header. Oh, is that right? That's what it's called, yes. Yeah, so the it, back of the head. Yes, yeah. the back of the head. So you couldn't have done it any better. You scored with every part of your body that you could. Wow. Other than chesting a knee. <laughs> well, you know, like I used to do, chesting it in and kneeling in or yeah, not sure. my nose or whatever. Right. But, what a yeah, the perfect hat trick. And uh, the funny part about it, after he, he uh, scored the three, he left and didn't even get the match ball. He forgot to pick up the match ball. That's a traditional thing. So when you score a hat trick, you get to keep the match ball. Oh, I've never heard that before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a big deal. So And so all the Chelsea players were like, where's the ball? He's like, what? <laughs> it's right. Oh, gotta go, I got to go get it. He's like, you have to get the match ball because that's, that's a celebration because whenever you score three goals, you keep the match ball. So, I had no idea. Yeah. Also, obviously, he didn't either. Yeah, exactly. So it was a new new thing for him. So, But it was really kind of cool. So if you see pictures of him holding up the soccer ball, there's a picture of him, the soccer ball, and obviously man of the match because yeah. that's what he got. I thought it was cool that... Uh, um, First of all, there's a, a picture of him with uh, Giroud hanging out at the uh, 
at the NFL game That's the next right. day. Yeah, I saw a picture right? of that too, yeah. Um, but he seems to be blending in with his teammates. They seem to be – you can kind of tell during celebrations yeah. if teammates are happy for you or not. Right. You know what I mean? There's some guys that score. Like when Ronaldo scores, they just kind of like, mm-hmm, yeah, congratulations. <laughs> you, know? you can tell they're really not that happy for him, sure. even if the team is doing well. Sure. Uh, but it seemed like they were really happy for, for – Pulisic. Totally agree. Yeah, he really was. I mean, you could sit. And the great thing is, after that first goal, because that was his first Premier League goal. Right. I mean, this is his first three goals total. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that was the crazy thing. But after the first goal, you could see the relief when he yeah. was sliding on the ground. And he did that fantastic knee yeah. slide onto the, onto the slick grass, which is great. But you could just see the relief. And I think all the players were so happy for right. him that he did that. So and that great. was an amazing goal. Yeah. I don't know how he got that through like four Burnley players and the keeper right. amazing through the legs of one defender it was great great yeah. finish but yeah really really fun to watch so exciting for him and uh, you know now kind of answered a lot of questions I yeah. think now uh, with American soccer players and obviously the media here wondering what was going on with him and you know I think Lampard's just shown again how great he is at managing players you know what he uh, he really is making a believer out of me. Mm-hmm. He can just tell that he he knows how to deal with the player psyche. I mean, obviously, having been a player himself. Yeah. But uh, Chelsea, I think the reason they signed him in the first place, Pulisic, was because you know they wanted to capture the American market. Sure. I think this is kind of beyond their wildest dreams that he would play this well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, even at the start of the season, he was doing well. Yeah. Um, I think everybody was starting to question because he hadn't been playing much lately. He's right. still coming in off the bench, making a little bit of an impact. Right. Now, um, we've got a, he's got, Frank Lampard's got a serious you know quandary. You know, who does he play? Right. He's got you know? Pedro sitting on the bench there who was, you know, an international superstar. That's right. That's right. And so he, now he's got to figure out what he wants to do. So It's they, a tough problem to have. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's a great problem to have. As a manager, that's exactly what you want. But yeah. I think uh, with what Frank Lampard's now created, he's created this atmosphere of competitiveness. The, you know, they talk about a competitive cauldron within an atmosphere of a team, and that's exactly what they've got. And so it's going to be fight to the finish just to, just to get on the field, and that's exactly what you want as a manager. Yeah, absolutely. And so you got to give Chelsea credit because they are going to make a fortune in America because American fans are hungry for this. Yeah, they are. If you watch the NBC uh coverage of yeah. the Premier League and they do these fan fests they were in Austin, Texas this past weekend that's right yeah there are thousands of people showing up for it. I mean the Premier League is a real thing it's really becoming an, a popular American sport you're right I mean there's a lot of people out there watching and you could set, you could just sense I mean and even there's some celebrities there as well watching the yeah. games with them too Alan so Shearer was yeah, there yeah exactly so it's a you, it's definitely taking off. I mean, NBC has jumped on this. They've done a fantastic job they of, have. of producing a really high-level production, and uh, it's, it's shown the benefits. I'll tell you how much, how how much, how far the Premier League has come in my life. Okay. On Sunday, Liverpool mm. against Tottenham was on, and. The Chicago Bears were on at the same time. Now, I'm a Chicago Bears fan, have been yeah. since birth. You know, I'm an American. Sure. Love the uh, love American football. I did not turn off 
the game. Yeah. I well, stayed with Liverpool Tottenham and did not watch the Bears until after the, the game was over. Yeah. Now, yeah. it turns out that was a good move. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I only watched the last minute anyway, and that's when he missed the field goal. So that's all that matters. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was horrible. <laughs> but the Liverpool game was a great game. Did you get a chance really to see was. it? Yeah, I did. And fantastic. It was your TV tip. Yeah. Well, it was a good one. It was. <laughs> it was a good one. And uh, I mean, to be fair, Tottenham played fairly well. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought they, they really competed hard, had a good game plan. They scored in the first minute. Yeah, exactly. Couldn't have asked for a better start. Uh, Harry Kane again, yep. smacking it in. Uh, but then, you know, Liverpool, you could just sense the And the atmosphere was really kind of oh, pushing boy. the It was in the Liverpool. It was in Liverpool. It was pushing the players. And in the second half, you know, they got one a goal from Jordan Henderson, which is a little bit of a surprise, yeah. but, uh, which was great. And then the penalty kick, which was... Uh, yeah, you know, was. But certainly, um, Liverpool were worthy of the victory. There's no question. Have you ever gone to a game in that stadium? I have, actually. Um, many, many years ago... Um, I went when I was studying, um, I think I was studying journalism, actually. So I was studying, it was right before I came over to America. I was doing a year there of studying and a friend of mine, it's is a very interesting friend of mine who was in my class. His dad was a uh, commentator similar to Arlo White. His, oh, okay. His name was Alan Parry. If you look him up, you'll see him actually doing something and he was a big Liverpool fan and we was in Liverpool for the week doing some work experience working with the newspaper and I was lucky enough to uh, get tickets to the game as this was probably I want to say 88. So this was in their heyday, right? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. They just won the FA Cup. Yeah. Uh, they didn't win the league that year. But was they, this, uh, that was after the the big tragedy, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, this was after High School, which was 85, yeah. I believe. But 88, so they... Um, they just won the FA Cup, so they actually had the FA Cup trophy in the middle of the field, which was quite cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this was kind of May, May, May time, and uh, yeah, got to watch a game. It was a great atmosphere. It was one of the, one of the imagine. best experiences. Yeah, I really want to. Before I die, that's on my bucket list. I want to go to Anfield and, and and see a game. Yeah, yeah. I think I, yeah. Just now with the new stand, you know, they've they built that new stand because we sat in the old stand, so it's just like doubled in size, so you can get, obviously get more people in it, and I think it's even louder that's the crazy thing well it sounds like it yeah. just watching it on the field yeah so here's my dream i i go to anfield and sitting next to me is paul mccartney oh. that's why so let's <laughs> see if we can make that happen yeah okay. <laughs> there you go all right let, back to the game though quickly tottenham you you mentioned they played well and i think they did they played yeah. very best they played in a long yeah, time yeah i agree great but one player who i think is not playing well Mm. is Deli Ali. I don't know what is the story with him. And I was watching uh, some commentators on the Sky Network uh, on the internet. Yeah. And they were ripping him yeah. in England right now. Yeah. Yeah, he's struggling. I, I I think a lot of it is the confidence. Obviously, he's been injured a fair bit too, coming right. back from the injury. But a massive thing is confidence. And I think he's just really struggling with that. And so... There's no question he has the ability. Right. I mean, and you can say that about all the players, but I think whenever the England national team manager tries to pick a team, he tries to pick the players that are in form. And unfortunately, right now, he's just not in form. And hopefully he can get it back. And it didn't help that Tottenham was on a rough spell as well. True. He's young. Yeah. He's very young. Was he like 22 or something like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Super young player. But yeah, he's going to be fine. I think players are going to have these ebbs and flows. They're going to have these... 
ways of when they they struggle at times it is it it is what it is right you know but i think he's going to get it back up there and uh he's just too good of a player not to the uh, commentators i was listening to they were kind of implying that uh he he got a little too full of himself yeah Yeah. possibly you know that happens and you know i haven't seen as much on his instagram of where he's hanging out on a friday night or a saturday night i don't think i see too much of that or certainly in the tabloids i don't think he's doing that or if he is he's doing a very good job of covering it up right uh but yeah that that can easily happen too so maybe brings him back down to earth a little bit so uh let's talk about who is uh, not down to earth right now and that's lester what a game on set or friday was friday Friday. it was the friday night game yeah nine to nothing unbelievable all-time record for a road win in the Premier League history. Yeah. And, and it was funny because I was driving, I was actually driving to my son's high school game. So I watched the first 10, 15 minutes. They had a four o'clock game. So I had to leave a little bit early. It was just down in Lamont of all places. Oh, quite, a, quite a hike. <laughs> so I wanted to make sure I missed the traffic and everything. So um, I watched the first 10, 15 minutes and I think they were up to nothing, something like that, really yeah. quick. And then all of a sudden it was three, four, five. It oh, just man. kept on going. And I'm like, this is unbelievable. Now Southampton's not good. No, and they did lose a player to a, to a red card. Yeah, in like the fifteenth minute yeah, or Bertrand, something. Like that. Yeah, yeah, former Chelsea player. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so they were down a man. Yeah, but still. Yeah, I mean, I know the commentators were very hard on Southampton. It, it looked like they gave up. They definitely did. And that is the worst thing that you can see as a fan of your team. Yeah, when your team's giving up. You hate to say this, but the manager is right. now in the hot seat. Yeah. He's in massively in the hot seat. And so when those That's things the happen, Austrian guy, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Ralph Hedel. Yes, exactly. I mean, it's hard to believe that a Germanic person would <laughs> uh, allow that to happen. I, and that's what, that was what was shocking about it, too. Yeah. You're right. I mean, to skip up those goals, you know, it's one thing to lose 3 4 nothing at home. Yeah, you can regroup. But yeah. what, what do you do the day after? You know, when you come back in for training that day, you know, how do you talk to the players? All right, fellas, we lost 9 nil. We've got a lot of work to do. Yeah, you do. It's just not easy. Yeah, on the other hand, you know, Jamie Vardy uh, with a hat trick and uh, 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 Perez, I believe, also yeah, had a hat trick. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, congratulations to them, I guess, but wow. Yeah, and, and to be fair, Brendan Rodgers, again, your former, former Liverpool Yeah. Man. You know, just doing a fantastic job of just making this team better. I don't think everybody knew that he would do a good job, but right. he's just gotten them so much better so quickly. They're, they're, you know, they're really looking like a lock for final four, uh, top four this year. Yeah, yeah. Early At the on, yeah. very least, top six. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, for sure. They'll be in Europe, whether it be the Europa League, but yeah. they're definitely fighting for a Champions League spot. Right. Because nobody else is certainly doing anything when you look at Arsenal and Man United, for sure. Well, let's talk about Arsenal because yeah. uh, they were playing at home. We both picked them to win Yeah, because um, they played much better at home. And at one point they were up 3-2, to two, but the goal was taken away. Yeah. Um, and they ended up tying against Crystal Palace. Now, Crystal Palace is in the top six right now. Mm-hmm. 
So they're having a good season, but I don't know why, to be honest with you. When I watch them play, they don't look that good. No, they don't. They're just grinding out wins, yeah. grinding out points, getting the results that they need. You're right. I mean, they're parking the bus. Yeah, yeah. It's not pretty soccer, no. unfortunately. But And they're relying on uh, Sahar as well. You know, right. hopefully, whenever you have one player like that, you can always cause a, a little bit of magic. That's always That always can help you. But I think there's some bigger issues at Arsenal. Yeah, I know there was a lot of talk about obviously uh, Granit Xhaka, the, the 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 captain, and running off the field and saying some unpleasant things to the yeah. uh, to the fans, which was not good. <laughs> yeah, you think? <laughs> um, you know, we had that discussion just a few weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, and so what ends up happening is now there's more discord within the camp. What's going on? What's right. happening? Question marks. We'll find out. I mean, and that manager doesn't really seem to have his finger on the pulse of that team. No, exactly. It, I, I mean, they're, they're wandering. I know I know. Arsene, Arsene Wenger, you know, was run out of town. Yeah. Um, but I don't think they're any better under this guy. No, I mean, they've, they've shown glimpses of yeah. playing well, but they've been so inconsistent. This, you know, they've been consistent at home, but now they've dropped points at home now. Yeah. So um, once that start hits, yeah, starts exactly. happening. Yeah, exactly. So now when they when you drop points at home to, you know, to be fair to a Crystal Palace team that they should beat. Yeah. You know, theoretically. Yeah, it's not good. I would say Arsenal is definitely not a lock to finish in that uh, top six. Oh, no. Yeah. No, definitely not. I mean, they, I mean, we thought maybe a few weeks ago when they were playing fairly well that they could get into that top four. Yeah. Um, but you're right. I think uh, now it's kind of the reversal with Man United kind of improving a little. Right, right. They're up to like eighth or something like yes. that. So yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. In the yeah. meantime, we have to take a quick break. Uh, free kicks. We'll be right back. All right. I'm Howard Sudbury, and I'm Steve Baskerville. On the next, back to you. I have no idea how to describe what just happened. I have stuff, and it turned out to be a whole show with stuff in it. We talked about gambling. We talked about movies. We talked about the presidents. And you wait till people hear how impressive it was that Steve knows like the presidents of the United States in order without Googling it. Yeah, I went to school. Well, yes, but that still has memory involved in it. So please catch the next Back to You. Full of stuff. It's stuff, good stuff. Howard and Steve. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Back to You, an OPI show. Only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, Bugatti sees 300 miles per hour in their latest car, plus a Lancia sedan with the heart of a Ferrari. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Hostable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And we are back. And now, explain that foreign tradition, please. Okay, so I'm watching a game. I don't know if you know about this, but in England, it rains a lot. (laughs) And there was a uh, a rain-soaked game. I think it might have been the Leicester game. Yes. It was just pouring rain. Teeming, teeming the whole game. And the announcer mentioned Anorak. Uh, during the game, something about Anorak. Yeah. And, you know, and I rewound it like three times. I, when Bridget was watching it with me, I'm like, 
what the hell does that mean, anorak? I've never heard that word before. Yeah. Um, so I'm asking you to explain it to me. Actually, because of uh, the slight drizzle today, I had to put on my anorak on as well. So it's a rain jacket is what an anorak is. Oh, that's is. what it is? Yes, that's what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, the, the announcer said it like we should all know what that is. You know? <laughs> and they forget that they're broadcasting in America yes, sometimes, I, I think. think so. Yeah. But yeah, basically it's a rain jacket. The anorak has a little bit of a kind of a... Uh, a plasticky hood over the top so you just kind of wear it but it's, a, it's basically a light rain jacket is what it is that's oh, what an anorak is like a windbreaker with a hood exactly okay that's it that's it but okay. like you said like, everybody should know this right yeah so, yeah so i mean if you think about it that's a word you, that we never say here yeah that's true that's true all right so i don't feel that stupid but, <laughs> all right it's time for name that premier league star i know uh, last week i had a you had a rough go of it been a uh, rough go period. Yeah. I, mean, I think you've rough. had a couple. There's been a couple, but this is a fun game to play along with at home. Let's see yeah. if you can guess, guess the Premier League star. And I'm not picking, you know, I always say Harry Winks, the poor guy, but I'm not picking like, you know, nondescript midfielders. <laughs> these are these are all stars, Premier yeah. League stars. All right, this one is 26 years old okay he's not 28 that's good and i found out something interesting about him and that's he's got the same birthday as me but he's exactly 30 years younger <laughs> than me okay 26 years old he's born in i believe it's called walt hamstow walthamstow walthamstow right yeah <laughs> kind of close to london yep yes that's right um he's only been with one premier league team since he since his youth okay but he was loaned out to Norwich and Leicester as a teenager. Hmm. And he did play for both of them very briefly. Um, since the 2014 season, he scored over 100 goals for his club. Wow. In the Premier League. Lots of goals. All right. So that should narrow it down for you. He shares a last name with the main character of a film that is considered the best of all time by movie critics. Wow. All right, that's kind of an esoteric clue. Yeah. He has been on the English national team since he was a U-17 player and has scored 45 goals for the, U for the English national team. He scored 45 goals for the English national team. At all the different levels. Oh, at all the different levels. What was I yes. Say? Okay. But I think he scored 28 for the... The first team. Okay. His team has never won a trophy since he arrived. Although they have been in many tournaments and they have done very well, but they've never won a trophy. Okay. Oh my goodness. You're going to kick yourself. He's the fourth leading scorer in his club's history already. As a 26-year-old, behind only Jimmy Greaves, Bobby Smith, and Martin Chivers? Or Martin Chivers, Chivers. Yeah, so he's a Chelsea player. No. A Tottenham player. Yes. Okay, so it's Harry Kane? Yes! <laughs> wow. You thought that was too obvious. Yeah, I was, I, I was thinking Harry Kane... A few ago. Okay. Wow. And he's got 28 goals for England. That's impressive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Citizen Kane is the film. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking of yeah, yeah, considered yeah. the uh, all time. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Right. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm struggling at these ones. That's I like that. <laughs> I, then I'm, I'm enjoying that much more. <laughs> it's more fun for the people at home too. If you guess it immediately, then yeah, they don't get no, to play along. You're, 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 no, you're right. So you're, you're right. really doing it for them. Yeah. For for our listeners. That's true. And I'm thinking, <laughs> when did he play? Yeah, it's just so funny that he has, yeah, he's a younger player playing with those with, with uh, Leicester. Oh, that's a good one. I didn't realize he was there. I didn't either. I knew he was at Norwich. Okay. But Leicester, that's interesting. He only played three games for Leicester. Okay. Um, But, uh, you know, still, he he did. Yeah. All right. Now, um, it's time to pick the games. I'm going to tell you how bad I've gotten at picking these games. I have asked my son, Sean, to pick them for me this week (laughs) because I am just terrible at this. Yeah. Of course, I don't feel bad about not picking the nine to nothing. Right. There's no way. Exactly. There's no way. But I think there are more goals being scored this year. Am I wrong about that? No, I think you're right. I think there's definitely some high scoring matches. Um, even some of the closer games, when you think of, um, you know, even a Liverpool game, you know, who yeah. Tottenham, which is, you know, still three goals in that game. You know, but Chelsea was four to two. Exactly. But who picked that? That's who picks right. four to two? Um, should have been four nothing to be fair. Uh, well, that's true. That's <laughs> but, true. Hey, let's not worry about that. But you're right. I mean, it, it, there's a lot more goals being scored. You're, you're absolutely right. All right. So you got to keep that in mind as yeah. we're picking these games. That's right. All right. And hopefully I've chosen the right games this week. I, uh, I forgot to check these with you, but I'm a Man City Southampton is this weekend. Yes, correct. Yes. Okay, so we're on the right. <laughs> these are the right games. Right. Um, it's at Man City. Southampton just lost nine to nothing at home <laughs> against Leicester. Yeah. Well, Man City has got more goals than any team in forever. Well, we talked about lots of goals. I think there might be a few goals here yes. as well. I'm going with a four nil victory. For Man City. Okay, that's good. Sean has gone three nil. But, <laughs> okay, uh, all right, fair uh, enough. I, and I said to him, "You sure you don't want to have more goals?" But uh, <laughs> we'll see. He's might be better than me at this. Yeah. All right. Now Aston Villa, our friend Todd Schneider's home yeah. team. They're playing at home. They've got a tough one. They're playing Liverpool. Yeah, I, I can't see them getting much out of that game. I mean, either. Um, especially with Salah now back. Right. Of, Boy, they look good. Liverpool look good, didn't they? They, they did. <laughs> um, so I'm going to give um, I'm going to give it a three zero victory for Liverpool. All right, Sean has chosen three to one. Mm. He's giving Aston Villa a goal in that game. Okay. All right, now here's another tough one to call. Um, Watford at home against Chelsea. Now, Chelsea's been scoring a lot of goals. A lot of goals. Watford struggling. Yeah, but Chelsea's also given up goals. I agree. At, at the end. Yes. At the end. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, yeah, I can't see anything other than a Chelsea win here. I'm going to go with a, a a nice, solid 2 nothing victory. Hopefully, they get the clean sheet. That's exactly what Sean chose. Right. 2 nothing. now. Uh, we'll say this about Watford. They are in dead last place. Yeah, they're struggling big time. They're looking like they may not uh, survive the season. Yeah, no, i totally right. I mean, considering how well they did last year yeah this has been a big drop for them obviously gone already gone through a manager just can't get anything right yet right all right crystal palace the surprise team i think Mm. you could say the surprise team of this season um at home against leicester who's another surprise team so we got that's good that could be a good game yeah i think that's going to be a a decent game um and like i said crystal palace's final way to get results i'm actually going to go with a draw in that game i think it's going to be a a one-one draw Okay, Sean has Leicester winning two to one. Okay, um, then Everton at home. 
Uh, Everton also has been struggling against Tottenham. Yeah. I, so I, that could be a good game. Yeah, I, I can't figure out Everton and Tottenham. I no. mean, both those teams are so inconsistent, especially Everton after, you know, they, they won right. the previous week and then they lose to Brighton this past I, week. I know. So you, you just never know what's going to show up. So I'm actually going to go with another 1-1 draw. And that's what Sean chose too. Yeah. All right. So those are our picks for this week. Now, uh, we actually have some uh, news uh about American soccer, yeah. so let's uh, get to that. In this country, we call it soccer partner. So, big announcement yesterday. Uh, this was a, a worldwide story. 18-year-old kid yeah. plays right back for Ajax. Right. I'm wearing my Ajax sweatshirt right yeah. now because we went and visited there. That's right. Um, he is uh, has dual citizenship. Yep. The Netherlands and America. Mm-hmm. Serginho, is that That's how you right. pronounce yeah. this? Serginho yes. Dest. Got some Brazilian in it, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> uh, well, his uh, his father is uh, Surinamese uh, okay. American. Okay. Um, he has announced that he's going to play for the United States. Big time. That's a big. That's a big deal. Yeah, big. It's very a big coup. I mean, I'll, I'll give uh, give the powers that be, obviously, with U.S. soccer, a lot of credit here. Obviously, they had to do a little bit of recruiting. Yeah, you they know, must have. You know, I had to go in and chat with him and, and talk about, you know, why play for the U.S. And uh, I think what you're going to see is he's going to get called into that next game. They right. play Canada November the fifteenth in Orlando. That was the previous game they just lost, yes, which God, was one was of the worst games. Pathetic. We, which was awful. So hopefully now this may resurge the, the team a little bit, but a really good positive move to, to get a player of his of his stature. He's already started for Ajax in the Champions League. So it right. gives you an idea of the quality of who he is. And he's a right back. Uh, you know, that's a position that uh, they could use some help. I've now got Yedlin and yeah. him. They, they can play the two back positions. Yep. Um, with uh, Pulisic up front, uh, you know, they're they're starting to put together a team. Right, exactly. We just got to figure out a way to win games. Yeah. <laughs> that's the biggest thing. And so um, ultimately, that's what they're going to be assessed on and how well they do. So hopefully get back on the winning track against Canada in, in November. So. Well, the other thing is that the kind of the kind of game that that Burhalter wants them to play is this playing it out of the back yeah. thing. So having a quality back who can handle the ball sure. is going to be huge. Yeah, exactly. And there's, and there's so much discussion out there on Twitter and everything about how we want to play and how we want yeah. before we've always been kind of press 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 we're athletic we're just going to try and win the ball high now we're changing things it's not going if we if this is a decision that the coach is doing it's not going to happen overnight no and unfortunately you know he's a year behind the curveball because they took us took us a year to hire him i know which was frustrating but we are where we're at now right so it's going to take a long time i i like the fact that we're trying to play out of the back I think that's it. Now, we've also got to be very conscious of the players that we have. Sure. So maybe this is part of the recruitment of the players that we need to be able to do that. Well, and to be fair, that's the approach of the whole U.S. Soccer Federation now in the youth leagues. Yes. Is playing out of the back. Mm -hmm. So we're kind of playing into the the program that the national team has exactly exactly uh, and we've got a lot of young talent in this country yeah Yeah. you see it there's no question there's a lot of good players it's going to take time 
you know it's that changing of the culture it's the changing of yeah. the idea and i still see this in the youth games and it's actually a little bit more refreshing when i'm standing on the sidelines watching games now watching my son how parents get upset now when goalkeepers just punt the ball oh really yeah oh look that's how you're gonna win the game and that's that's refreshing so, wow so i'm starting to see that now so that's the culture shift that we're changing okay and you know we try to you know certainly where my son's playing they try to play out of the back they try and the goalkeeper doesn't punt he's throwing it out wide and then they play out of the back so it's gonna take time yeah i'm i'm excited to see that the hopefully the change is down the road Okay. Uh, so is anything happening uh, in your office this week? Yes. Yeah. Busy times. I mean, we just this past weekend, we crowned a, a whole bunch of uh, President's Cup champions. So okay. that was up in Rockford. So we did that. And then this next weekend is the State Cup finals this weekend. So if uh, you have an interest, people will head up to Rockford this weekend for State Cup finals. And uh, those teams will then compete at the regional level uh, in the summer. Uh, ODP is always going on as well. We've got uh, registration open through the end of this week. We're probably going to extend it a little bit longer, um, but really a good opportunity for players to get some supplemental winter training over over the course of the, the winter. And uh, we'll always have some guests coming in to, to work with the players and some really good quality coaches. Okay. Um, for those who can't make it to these things, uh, do you have a tip for the youngsters? I do have a tip. Go, wait. Wait. Okay. Here we go. Time now for Adam's tip for the youngsters. Well, I tell you, the biggest thing for this, and it's kind of a little bit of a promo too, but the tip is futsal. Now uh -huh. we're getting into the colder weather. Seasons are wrapping up. I would say to keep your foot on the ball, play some futsal. So that's what's great about futsal is you can play it in the gym. Right. So um, we actually have, uh, we're starting a state uh, premiership futsal league, which is going to be in Schaumburg. Okay. Uh, that's going to be on Friday night. So it's Friday night futsal, the three Fs, which yeah. we're excited about. <laughs> um, so we got that. Um, that's a little, slightly heavier ball, right? Yes, yeah, slightly heavier ball, but it's great for technique. It's great for the ability to get touches on the ball. I know my son's going to be playing in a league on a, on a Sunday. Like I said, we have the, the futsal league, which they can go through um, our website to apply for on that on Fridays so it's just another good opportunity maybe a little bit cheaper as well as some of the indoor facilities because you're playing on a on a basketball court basically okay but yeah right. so keep playing get some futsal going now it's getting colder okay youngsters you heard it um, actually I got some uh, big news okay. uh, as far as uh, the Radio Misfits Podcast Network goes hmm. uh, we haven't uh, announced what this show is yet but there's a big show coming uh, a new Opi show coming to the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Details are coming soon, opishows.com, but it's very exciting. It's going to lift the whole network. It's a very impressive show. That's all, I, that's all I'm going to say. That's, it sounds exciting. Yes. I'm very excited about it. <laughs> all right. It's time for what I do this show for, which is Adam's TV Tip. Now time for Adam's Weekend Soccer TV Tip. So, lots of good games. There is some good games. And this was a tough one because I really didn't know which one to pick. But I think because we talked about this earlier about how many goals are being scored and I really do think this could be the final nail potentially 
in our Southampton manager's uh, coffin here because if they don't do well. So I'm actually going to pick Man City versus Southampton just because I think you're going to see a lot of goals. Yes. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens afterwards. So that's uh, going to be on Saturday. I think that's the early game. So Man City versus Southampton is my TV tip. So make sure you DVR it because when he says early game, he means early, (laughs) early game. And remember... Everything's changed because last weekend the clocks fell backwards. So they do full back. So in England, they've already changed their clocks. Oh, I think okay. We're doing, I think we're doing ours next weekend, I think. Yeah, something I think like so. That. So be prepared. So now the all of the times are messed up. So you need to really make sure. Oh, okay. So a 9 o'clock game is now going to be the 10 o'clock game, I believe, or 8 o'clock game, whatever it is. Okay. Just look at your listings. It, it messes me up. All I remember is fall back, spring forward. That's okay. all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> or there's an additional tip. That's like a free extra tip for That's man right. this exactly. week. Exactly. So actually, it might be a little bit better because it's going to be later games. So in fact, the games are going to be 10 o'clock for us. Oh, good. So you get an extra hour of sleep. Good. Instead you can of have... 6.30 at 7.30 games. All right. You can have that extra pint that you were <laughs> thinking of, of having. That's right. Uh, well, special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasano with opishows.com. Opie is hippo backwards. O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with the Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It's just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with another episode of Free Kicks. The proceeding was a presentation of Opi Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? On this week's episode of Anne Friends, we're celebrating Halloween and Spookvember with you. Getting spooky with some haunted Mexican restaurants in Indiana. Some spooky music that no one but me is going to like. And we're going to talk about some spooky stories from Florida and what stupid things they do. All that and more on Anne Friends. Spooky, spooky. An Old Pie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a spookier place. Radio Misfits.com